With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to The Liz Wheeler Show. I have something just a little bit different that I want to do on the show today. One of my favorite things that I get to do in the course of my work is travel around and talk on college campuses. I get to talk um, to college students of all stripes, conservatives, liberals, everywhere in between. And this is thanks to the Young America's Foundation that sponsors my events on campus. Um, And one of the things that I get to do is I also get to go out to Santa Barbara, California all the time and speak to both high school and college students at the Reagan Center. Now, the Reagan Center is part of the Reagan Ranch. The Young America's Foundation actually owns the Reagan Ranch. You know, the ranch in the sky where, where Ronald Reagan, it was his West Coast White House. Really cool. Um, but at the Reagan Center, they host conferences for young people all the time, multiple times a year, and I love going out there and talking to young people. So one of my recent events that I did with the Young America's Foundation is I got to talk to them about TikTok. It was one of the most fun events because in this room, it wasn't just high school students, it was high school students and some of the benefactors and donors who make the Young America's Foundation possible. So really fun to see this mixed group, the, the the students that get to be so grateful to the donors and the donors that see the personification of their work. Um, but let me tell you, a little tricky to talk about a topic like TikTok to an audience that, let's just say the age disparity was pretty significant <laughs> between the students and the donors. But we talked about TikTok. Actually, we talked about the most toxic, crazy, worst people on TikTok and why exactly they are so toxic and crazy and damaging. And it's very easy to get distracted right now um, when we're debating whether or not the federal government should ban TikTok, which they of course should, but it's very easy to be distracted by the horrible bill that the Congress is debating right now to do that. Their bill is not just a ban of TikTok. Their bill essentially is like a Patriot Act 2.0. It's this terrible overreach of power that would let the federal government in the name of national security snoop on American citizens. Um, It's very easy to get distracted from what the threat of TikTok is. Why is TikTok so dangerous to our country? Why should we ban it? Um, Why is this so imperative to communicate to Gen Z especially? Because Gen Z is the target of this operation that is TikTok sponsored by the Chinese Communist Party. So I wanted to share this speech with you. um, And without further ado, I hope you enjoy it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, hello. How is everyone? Thank you so much for having me today. As Madison said, my name is Liz Wheeler. I host The Liz Wheeler Show. And you all, I was peeking at you from behind the curtain. You all look wonderful. You look like you're having a great time. I would not have missed this for the world. So thank you for having me. Thank you to Governor Scott Walker. Thank you to Andrew. Where is Andrew sitting? Andrew's over here. Thank you to all of the wonderful benefactors who make this possible. One of the things that I always say about coming to these conferences with all of you young people um, is it gives us hope for the future. We know that in 10 years, 20 years, you guys are going to be the ones serving in the halls of Congress. You guys are going to be the ones in the governor's mansions. You guys are going to be the ones running businesses and raising families. And we are all, I think I speak for everyone here who's made this possible, we're so proud of you and we're so excited to see what you are going to do when you are the stewards of this country. So thank you all for being here. I thought we would mix it up a little bit here. I know you guys have spent a lot of time studying really important topics like communism and transgenderism and the free market, things that are very, very important, but I just got off a long flight and I thought maybe you and I right now, we could watch some TikTok together. <laughs> TikTok is a terrible app that I bet almost everyone in this room has. And what I wanted to do, no, who said no? I don't believe you. <laughs> um, I hope you don't. And at, by the way, if you still have TikTok after I'm done talking tonight, then I will consider this to be a failure. So just a little, a little pressure I'd like to put on my shoulders. So TikTok, for anybody who doesn't know, is one of the most popular apps in the country. It is comprised of very short videos, like sometimes as short as three, five, seven seconds that are fed to you by an algorithm. So it's different than Facebook or Instagram where you follow your friends. Um, TikTok feeds you things, videos that, that they think, that the algorithm thinks that you might like. And you're fed one at a time and you choose to either continue watching it or you choose to scroll past it. And once this algorithm learns what you like and don't like, they serve you more content that they think will give you a nice dopamine hit that will keep you engaged. Um, and by the way, guys, I'm explaining TikTok for these two tables right here in the front. <laughs> I think you guys know what it is. So what I wanted to do today is talk about the 10, 7, 8, 9, 10 worst people on TikTok and why they're the worst. I don't mean this with specific personal animosity. I mean the people who are content creators on TikTok have an incredibly large platform. They have incredible influence over our culture. In fact, they impact the very fabric of our nation. They impact your peers, your brothers and sisters, and hopefully not you, but possibly you. And so I what I wanna do is I wanna watch some of these videos and I wanna talk about the cultural impact that they have, and then I wanna teach you how you can completely deconstruct and obliterate the political messages that are inherent to these videos. Does that sound like something we wanna do? Yes, okay. So let's start with the fact that uh, TikTok itself is not organically an American app. TikTok is a Chinese communist 
invention. In fact, TikTok was first launched in China about five years ago before they launched their international version. And TikTok in China has a different name. It's called Douyin or Douyin. And in the United States, it's called TikTok. And while their algorithms are very similar, they are portrayed to be the same thing. They're actually very, very different because the owners of TikTok, it's owned by a company called ByteDance, which is tied to the Chinese Communist Party, as all, all business entities in China are. ByteDance um, not only shares your data and uh, my data with the Chinese Communist Party, they have nefarious intentions with what they do with our data. And I'm not talking about like, oh, they have my email address or, oh, they know what my age is. I know that you and I, as young people in this country, have pretty much surrendered that aspect of our privacy. We're not super worried, for better or for worse, if someone collects our email address, because that's what we've grown up with. But what TikTok does is very, very different. And that's what I want to talk to you about today, because I think once you look at these videos that are very engaging, sometimes interesting, sometimes they're just horrifying, but you know that morbid curiosity in us all, uh, pushes us to keep watching them. You will view these very differently once you know the intention behind it and how the mechanism works. Um, there's a phrase that was coined. I'm actually not sure who coined this, so um, if you know, you can shout it out. But there's a phrase that was coined describing what TikTok does to our brains, and this phrase is digital fentanyl because it is both highly addictive and incredibly destructive. And once you're hooked, it's extremely hard to go back. It's extremely hard to detox the, uh, the way that your brain works away from this. Because TikTok was intended to be an information op. It's actually close to an act of war. Because what TikTok is doing is they are trying to fundamentally, the people behind TikTok, TikTok's an inanimate object, but the people behind TikTok are trying to fundamentally change the way that your brain works. They want you to be your own person, then pick up your smartphone, Look at your TikTok, your For You page, and when you set it down, they want to have changed the makeup of your brain, which is a pretty intimidating thing to think about. It's a pretty sobering thing to think about, considering that 100 million people in our country have downloaded the TikTok app, and on average, users of TikTok spend one and a half hours, 90 minutes every single day on this app. So I did a little math for you right backstage before I came on. That's 500 hours a year that we're spending on TikTok collectively as a society. Do you know how many hours you spend in school every year? A thousand. So you are spending half as much time on TikTok, our society is, spending half as much time on TikTok every year as you're spending learning in school. And when you zoom out and think about it like that, it, again, it's a little bit sobering because you think, oh, wow, so if they have an agenda behind what they're teaching my brain, I'm spending almost as much time as I spend in school. So I am learning whether I intend to learn it or not. I am learning what they have to teach at a rate half as, half as much as I spend in school. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. It's all incredibly creepy, isn't it? Yeah, I can see all your faces. You're all like, oh, wow, I'm going to offload TikTok after this lunch. Um, so let's talk. Let's, I, I, I dived into the bowels of TikTok. It is a grisly and horrifying place, I'll tell you. And I uh, pulled together some video clips that, that I thought we should watch together. Um, this is the left strategy, by the way. It's not just the Chinese Communist Party. The left has latched on to TikTok. So what you're going to see is not just something that strikes you as foreign propaganda. You're going to see things that have become very normalized and very common in American culture that leftists specifically are promoting. So without further ado, I'd like to play clip number one, please. I'm feeling spicy, so here's my hot take of the day. All white people are racist. Every single last one of them, all of them are racist. And I don't mean that to say like every single individual white person, if I talk to you, you would have some kind of racist ideology. I'm saying that as a white person, you uphold a system of racism by literally just being white. I believe if you're not spending your literal entire life dismantling racism, then you're contributing to its continuation. And people get so like, <gasps> whenever like I say like people are racist, like why is it such a big deal like yes you're racist like okay we've established that now what are you going to do to change it racism refers to power and race if you are the powerful race in a society then you're racist like i just don't understand why it's so taboo let's talk about it let's accept it so that we can work towards changing it we're never going to get anywhere and people won't just acknowledge it in the first place hey white ladies denying racism in your own <laughs> self is violence you hurt the entire cause by denying that you ever, ever, ever had a racist thought. I don't think that way. I wasn't raised that way. That's not how I feel. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You don't have to wear a hood and you don't have to tote around a Confederate flag to know that there is inside of your brain that you need to fix or else you're still just perpetuating the problems of society. So somebody asked me what unpacking white violence looks like in my own life and why it's important to me. So what unpacking white violence looks like in my life is that I am journaling. I am processing all these things I'm hearing and learning from black content creators on this app. I'm also watching other people's journeys. Um, the most exciting and most important part is I am going to be beginning a uh, mentorship where I am under the mentor actually of um, some very strong professional black women who that's what they do. They help others learn how to unpack their white violence. And why it's important to me is professionally, I am a teacher. Um, I'm going back to work in the fall and I want to be the best person and teacher that I can be. And I know change begins within first, but for me, in order for me to grow and nurture these young scholars who might be black and brown, I have to unpack that white violence or I'm going to cause damage. 
and I want to be a good role model for my children. I want to, I want to lead by example. Um, can I prevent my children from becoming assholes? No, but hopefully one day they can look at me and say, you know, mom did X, Y, and Z right. And, you know, maybe we can follow suit. But yeah, so that's how I'm unpacking it and why it's important to me. Have a great day. Pardon her French. If you think that's a parody, I'm here to tell you that these videos that you just saw went wildly viral on TikTok. These videos have been viewed by multiple millions of people, and they're very, very real. And there's two things strategically that we need to understand when we see these videos. First of all, we need to understand that this is not the extreme fringe of our society anymore. The ideas are fringe ideas, but the people who are repeating these talking points have become so-called mainstream leftists. Each and every one of us in this room has probably heard those phrases before. White violence, unpack your white violence, struggle session. Sometimes it's also called DEI. In order to obliterate and destroy these videos, which is what we are going to have to do in our generations, because this is the narrative that is being propagated, is we're going to have to be relentless. We're going to have to be ruthless, and we have to go to the heart of the matter first. The first thing you do when you see, when you see a video like that is some people feel defensive. They think, oh, well, this is a topic about race. How do, I, how do I toe the line? How am I gentle about this? Because nobody in this room has racial animus towards people of other skin colors. We all know that, but the topic of race can make people uncomfortable because they are coming at us in a way that, that intends to elicit a defensive feeling. The first thing you do is ignore that and you go directly to the premise and destroy the premise. If you destroy the premise, it's like destroying the root. Everything that out, is the outgrowth of that, everything that, that, that manifests from that root fades away if you destroy the root. So the root of that is white people are not racist based on the color of their skin. Black people are not inherent victims based on the color of their skin. Which, what they're echoing, those, those women and uh, that teacher, which, which is especially shocking, is they're echoing critical race theory. Critical race theory is a neo-Marxist ideology that seeks to subvert the, culture, the cultural institutions of the United States by using race as a dividing factor. It's the second iteration of Karl Marx's economic racism, or economic Marxism, where he wanted the working class to revolt against the ruling class. Well, when, when the new Marxists realized that that wasn't going to happen, what did they do? They decided to divide society using different characteristics. Instead of using socioeconomic status, they said, we're gonna use race. When you recognize what that is, you can then turn it on its head and you can play offense. And it's the only way to defeat these people. The only way to defeat it is to obliterate their premise and to turn it on its head and start playing offense. So first you define what you hear. You say that's critical race theory. It's racism and it's Marxism. Here's where it came from, Karl Marx through the Frankfurt School to here. And its goal is to subvert the United States. And then you start asking them questions. Then you start turning it around and saying, do you think every white person you know is racist? Do you think every black person you know is inherently oppressed? Isn't that racism in and of itself to say that every black person you know is inherently a victim based only on the color of their skin? And you make them own the definition that you have given to their ideology, not because you invented that definition, but because you defined it. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As the nation gears up for another election season, tune to the first TV for the best coverage on television. Get an exclusive inside look at the American political machine with Sean Spicer at 7. Unmatched analysis and historical perspective from Bill O'Reilly at 8. Then a bold, unapologetic take from Jesse Kelly at 9. It's must-see TV in primetime every night on The First TV. Watch The First on DirecTV Channel 347, Uverse Channel 1220, or DirecTV Stream. There was a recent video. Are you guys on Twitter, too? Guys, come on, don't break my heart. There's a recent video that went viral on Twitter um, talking about what the definition of woke is. And it's in, it gave us an incredibly good opportunity, although um, my friend Bethany Mandel, who was the subject of that video, might, uh, might disagree here. But it gave us an incredibly good opportunity to actually define woke and make leftists who think that wokeness is a positive thing embrace, either tell us we, we support this definition of wokeism or we, we oppose it. And if we do that with every single thing, every single ideology that they propagate or every single strategy that they use to propagate a Marxist ideology, then we actually can combat this kind of ideology. I'm going to give you another example here. If we could play clip number two, please. A lot of people were asking in the comments of my last couple of videos about my anchor charts. So I'm going to take a minute to show you guys what I was talking about. Anchor chart is kind of just a teacher fancy word for poster. So here you can see a couple of other anchor charts that I have for mindfulness. Um, and then there at the top are my, my, my anchor charts about my pronouns. It says, my name is Mix Cogdill. My pronouns are Z, Zem, Zier, and Zeers. I'll refer to Mix Cogdill. Mix C is my teacher. Z is multilingual. Students practice and speak Spanish with Zem. Zir Hobby is learning languages. Okay, so let's apply. That's also very real, and sadly, that's in children's classrooms across the country. Children who aren't always as fortunate as all of we are to know right from wrong, to know truth from falsehood, and to have an incredible group of like-minded people surrounding us. Children fall victim to this. And so what can we do when we see a video like that? First, we identify the premise. What is the premise? What she is propagating is queer theory. Queer theory is the ideological underpinning of what she's talking about. Queer theory is a Marxist ideology. You don't get to pick your gender. You don't get to pick your pronouns. You are what you are. You're a girl or you're a boy. You're a man or you're a woman. It doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter if you have a mental health issue that makes you feel uncomfortable in your body. We should help you with that and we should treat that. But it doesn't justify bodily mutilation. Queer theory teaches that in order to destabilize our society, we have to sexualize children, separate them from their parents, and indoctrinate them with this. And so we destroy that premise. We say, we're not going to accept Marxism in the name of tolerance. We're not going to pretend that including people is this. We're not going to mutilate people just to indulge a psychiatric delusion. And you'll find, and studies show this, polls show this, that when you ask the vast majority of the American people putting politics to the side, whether they agree with trans surgeries for children, they say no. 
When you ask the vast majority of people if they think that neo-pronouns are real, they say no. And so it's up to you and I to identify the premise, destroy the premise, and turn it on its head. Because the more we can get the people propagating this, whether it's people on TikTok, whether it's politicians, cultural influencers, the more we can get them on record admitting what they actually stand for, the more it's going to turn people off, and this will not become embedded in our society. The third video that I have for you, this one I have to tell you, it actually did make me laugh. Can we play clip number three? This is Lizzo, for anybody who's not familiar. Hey y'all, so I'm about to have me some spaghetti, and one combination I've seen a lot is spaghetti and ranch. So I'm about to try that right now for y'all. So I got this vegan ranch right here. Um, and what I would liken this to is like pizza and ranch, I guess, is what it would kind of be like. I'm excited to try it because I don't know, it's just be all mixed up and looking all good. Mix, mix, mix. Chili Flakes, Kelly's Roasted Parmesan Powder. If you know, you know. And I got this hot sauce. It just showed up at my house, so I'm gonna try it. It's habanero hot sauce. Okay. Mmm. Mmm. It's creamy. Mmm. I really just showed you that video so I could look at you guys' faces while you're watching. <laughs> I think we can all agree that's disgusting. But the point of all of this is Lizzo's propagating a very destructive narrative in our country. She's telling us that if we look at that video and say, well, that looks like binge eating to me, that doesn't look healthy. She looks like she's extremely overweight, which has no impact, of course, on her dignity and worth as a human being. However, it is a serious health risk. We are told that that's the same as being racist, that's the same as being homophobic, and that's the same as being transphobic. This is the premise of what she's doing with these videos, wanting us all to watch with this horror, is she's trying to normalize obesity. There's a phrase that you'll start hearing, maybe you've heard this already. It's called health at every size. And medical providers are actually starting to pick this up. They will advertise on their websites that they are an health at every size practitioner, which means when you come into their office, if you have an orthopedic issue, like your knee blew out because you're 400 pounds, or maybe you have diabetes because you eat like this, they won't talk about your weight and the impact that your weight has on that. Their premise is that when you walk into their office, they are going to um, analyze you outside of your weight. They're going to assume that uh, fat people, extremely obese people, we're not talking about an extra 5, 10, 15 pounds, we're talking about that, that you can be healthy when you're that weight. And this is, first of all, it's anti-science, just not true. I mean, look at all, most of, at least half, or almost half, I think it's 40% of emergency room visits in our country at hospitals are related to obesity, whether that's heart disease or whether that's diabetes. Obesity places an incredible burden on our healthcare system, and we simply ignore that because of, of cultural stuff that's propagated by people like Lizzo. But more importantly, aside from being anti-science, which it is, more importantly, she is playing an extremely influential role in the destruction of reality. She's telling us that we can't believe our own eyes, that we can't believe our own minds, that we look at her and we say, well, she doesn't look too healthy to me, that we're wrong, that that's a bias, that we, that we are somehow indoctrinated to think that we're seeing something inaccurately when we're in fact seeing it accurately. And that she's teaching us 
that when we read scientific facts that say, well, listen, if you, if you look like that, if you eat like this, then you're more likely to die. I mean, you never see a 400-pound 80-year-old, do you? 500-pound 80-year-old. Well, why is that? Because I know this sounds really blunt to say, but if you're extremely overweight, you don't live that long. It, it takes years off your life. We're not allowed to say that according to Lizzo and people telling us that these observations, common sense, yes, personal, sometimes uncomfortable, but these observations aren't reality, that we are simply looking at them through a lens of bigotry and oppression similar to racism and white supremacy and transphobia and homophobia. And this is all part of this neo-Marxist agenda, is to restructure and redefine, to reorder our minds, to take what we know to be true. We know that, that the sky is blue on a sunny day. We know that when we drop an apple, gravity is going to pull it to the ground. There are some things that we just know. And these neo-Marxists are trying to reorganize our minds so that first we feel doubts. Are we fatphobic? Is it that unhealthy to eat like that? Can boys be girls? Are white people inherently racist? They plant these seeds of doubt in our minds so that we feel fear to discuss these issues, and then they hit us with the next level. Then they hit us, once they've deconstructed our minds, they hit us with their indoctrination that teaches us or re-educates us, indoctrinates us into what they want us to believe reality is. And that brings us to clip number four. I see we recognize this one. Day one of being a girl, and I have already cried three times. I wrote a scathing email that I did not send. I ordered dresses online that I couldn't afford. And then uh, when someone asked me how I was, I said, I'm fine when I wasn't fine. So. How'd I do, ladies? Good? Girl power. It's day 335 of being a girl, and I wanted to go on record to say that this might be the hottest I've ever looked and will ever look in my lifetime. And I'm making this video so that in thousands of years, there will be evidence. Is it the dress? It could be the dress. It, it, is it the makeup? Or is it the hair? Because I think it's the extensions. And when I have extensions in, I don't know my name. I don't know where I live. I just know that I love these. And I know that I look like I could steal a husband, but I wanna promise you, look me in the eyes. I wanna promise you that I would never do that to you. Okay, I am a girl's girl and I love ya. Woo, but seriously, this is good, right? Okay, 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 love you, love you. Okay, New York Fashion Week, oh, okay, bye, love you. Uh -huh. If your husband's stolen by this individual, <laughs> I got a little message for you. Your husband might be gay. Cause that's all boy going on under there. We laugh at Dylan Mulvaney. At the same time, I feel incredibly sad for Dylan Mulvaney because of what his life has become. But Dylan Mulvaney is not just a mentally ill adolescent on TikTok. Dylan Mulvaney is a cultural influence to be reckoned with. Dylan Mulvaney was invited to the White House based on this series that I just showed you, this Days of Girlhood. He has 10 million followers on TikTok. His views rack up millions and millions of eyeballs every time he posts, which is on a daily basis. And he asked Joe Biden at the White House if Joe Biden believes that it's appropriate for states to prohibit transing surgeries for children. And Joe Biden said, no, it's not appropriate for states to do that. 
The cultural influence of these individuals is enormous. And I think we all know how to destroy the premise of this video. The premise is that men are men and women are women. That is both built into our bodies and our DNAs and our minds and our spirits and our souls. And there's nothing wrong with mixing religion in there because it's impossible to separate the two. The vast majority of the American people agree with that. They're afraid to say so because their minds have been weakened by the propaganda that I previously showed you, but it's not too late for us to turn this on our heads. Do you think that little children should undergo surgeries that remove their healthy body parts simply because they have either been conditioned socially to think that they are trapped in a different, uh, trapped in the wrong body? Is surgery appropriate or drugs appropriate? No, of course it's not. We all know this, and so does the American people. But if we get these individuals to admit what their true agenda is, like Dylan Mulvaney conveniently did with Joe Biden, people reject it. Our culture is not so far gone. We have not been so brainwashed by TikTok that there is not hope if we fight back against this. There's also incredibly dangerous individuals who take both queer theory and this anti-reality to perhaps even a more disgusting level than, than I just showed you. I actually, I actually questioned myself whether I should show you the following video because it's incredibly disturbing. But I think, especially if you're on TikTok, you should see this because this is an integral part of the neo-Marxist ideology. Take a look at this. I coach a lot of people one-on-one -on -one who want to go no contact with their parents and cannot bring themselves to admit it. They feel guilty, they feel awful, they know it's the right thing they want to do, and they can't admit it. That, to me, is a very separate situation from, I don't know if I want to go no contact or not. I've just heard about this. What would it look like? What are the, what are the ins and outs? What would happen? Is that the right thing for me or not? Right? This place of not knowing, if you're in the second category, give yourself space. Don't do anything yet. Give yourself space. Take some deep breaths. I care about you. How are you doing today? I hope you need to hear this today. Let them lose you. They have had enough chances to have a beautiful, brilliant, sparkling, giving person like you in their lives. Let them lose you. That one's not so funny, is it? Let me tell you what some of the classic signs of a pedophile are, how a ped pedophile operates and tries to groom children. Grooming children means to condition child for sexual abuse. The classic signs of a pedophile are they first try to separate the victim from their parents because their parents are their primary protectors. Secondarily, they tell that child that the probable pedophile likes them, loves them, cares about them. And they tell them that they deserve what they're about to get. Every element of how pedophiles condition children for sexual abuse is evident in every single one of Jeffrey Marsh's videos. And yet TikTok allows this groomer on their platform. In fact, Jeffrey Marsh 
tells children to contact him off of TikTok on his Patreon for one-on-one coaching on how to separate from their parents. This is not just incredibly disturbing because this man goes viral on TikTok all the time. It's also the logical end. It is the same thing that I've shown you in all these other videos. The logical end of queer theory is pedophilia. In fact, the founder of queer theory, the woman who wrote the founding document, defended the sexualization of children, advocated for child pornography, and defended outright pedophiles. Because Marxism and pedophilia share one thing in common. Marxism requires parents and children to be separated, requires our cultural institutions to be destroyed, and requires objective reality to be obliterated. These two things are intricately tied together, which is why they exist on TikTok. The people behind TikTok are not this sort of vague, nameless idea of the Chinese Communist Party. The people who are strategically writing the algorithms behind TikTok want to subvert the United States of America. And they're using cultural Marxism to do that. They understand that they're not, they're not going to topple the White House, they're not going to topple the House of Representatives and the Senate, the Supreme Court all at once, that in order for the United States to fall, they first have to destroy us from within. So they target the civil institutions. They target marriage. They target men, masculinity, women, femininity. They target the family unit. They target children. They target religion. They target education. Every single video that I just showed you tonight is intended to destroy those institutions in order for the United States to descend into what I think we can all agree we're fairly rapidly falling into, which is utter chaos, where people are afraid to speak reality, delusions being codified into law, and we're allowing children, small children, to be butchered on operating tables in the name of a neo-Marxist ideology as their friends and classmates are being told that they are irrevocably, irredeemably racist based on something they didn't know, something that someone they didn't know did a long time before they were born to people they also didn't know who died a long time before they were born. This is the exact recipe of cultural Marxism, and this is what's behind TikTok. So when TikTok says that they are um, gathering your information, they're not talking about your email address. They don't really care. You guys probably don't email anyway. They don't really care per se, how old you are, whether you're male or female, except how it helps them track you. So you've heard of um, your keystrokes being tracked, right? When you're on your phone, do you know what that means? When your keystrokes are tracked, it means that every single thing you do, whether you're typing a text with your thumbs, whether you're editing a photo, whether you're you know, opening a Snapchat to keep up your daily streak, I'm super cool, guys, I know about that. They're tracking everything you do, everyone you talk to, They have a database based on all of your points of data so that they have an idea of how to target you. So if you come from a conservative background, you are a religious person, then you're not going to see a lot of this trash in in your recommended videos at first. You're going to see mostly things that you like. And just like once in a while, you're going to see something that you're like, wow, that was super weird. It's just going to be bit by bit. But if you're a child that was raised without a father, if you're a child that watched maybe more than the first three seconds of some of these videos, they note that. They build a profile on you so that they can serve you content that they believe will, bit by bit, drip by drip, 
first confuse you, deconstruct what you know is to be true, deconstruct right from wrong, reality from delusion. And then once you're adequately confused, they ramp it up a little bit. They say, well, does this person tend to watch videos about racism more, about white violence? Or does this person tend to stick around and watch the videos of Dylan Mulvaney? What are they watching? Where are they vulnerable? How can we target them? Can we exploit them? And how quickly? And the result of this is your generation, one out of every five Gen Zers, identifies as queer. In the last five years, the rates of mental health issues, serious mental illnesses, have skyrocketed. Your generation is perhaps the most depressed and anxious generation that we have seen in our country yet. And that responsibility falls on us, on my generation, millennials, on generations before for not recognizing how those that wish to hurt you are targeting you. But you're here today in this room. You've spent time at this conference because you want to know how to fight back. And if you want to know how to fight back, you first have to understand and acknowledge the reality of the political enemy that we're facing. That it's not just Democrats versus Republicans. It's not just liberals versus conservatives. We are in a battle of good versus evil. We are in an information and technological war with an enemy that wants to destroy the United States and is doing so by targeting you. TikTok has played an outsized role in this and continues to play an outsized role in that. Think of those statistics I said before. An hour and a half every day. How many hours are you awake? Do you sleep eight hours a night? Then you're only awake, no. <laughs> I hope you're studying then. Think about that. If you did, accept my premise for one moment, if you did sleep eight hours every night, that's 16 hours. Is that right? Yeah. 16 hours that you're awake every day and an hour and a half of that you're spending on TikTok. Maybe not you. I'm not, I'm not here to scold you. I know you're here to learn and I want you to understand what this app is and what it does and what it's intended to do and what it's achieving so we can stop it before it's too late. How many of you are going to offload TikTok after today? Oh, somebody already did. I like this lady in the front. <laughs> this, is, this is the enemy that we face. It's neo-Marxism. If we can't define it, define that premise, destroy that premise and turn it on its head, making those who propagate it either support or reject what it is, then we will never win. We will simply be the same old squishes, the same old establishment, Republicans and conservative movement, vague conservative activists who have failed to see what was coming for the past 30 years and thus allowed us to be where we are today. I have faith in you. These wonderful folks who put these conferences on have faith in you. With this knowledge, I not only encourage you, I challenge you to fight back against what you see. Do not be afraid. Do not let delusion overtake reality. Stand up for what's right and fight back against this enemy. TikTok being the perfect encapsulation of the Generation Z neo-Marxist threat that we do face. Thank you so much for having me.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.